Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit your job, that J-O-B, that just over broke job, by investing in real estate rental properties so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, in today's show, I want to talk to you all about what I learned through 2008, 2009, everything in the crash. I want to show you what I did and also what I'm doing right now to help myself prepare for the future and all that great stuff. And so in this session of the Master Passive Income Show, I want to do something a little more uh, just just fun, not necessarily fun, but just enjoyable. Hopefully, we're going to be just chatting and talking about things in life and then how real estate and how rental property can actually help us for times like this. Now, we all know what's going on. I don't need to recap anything like that, but I want to talk about what I'm doing and what possibly we could all or should all be doing right now. So the first thing I want to talk about is focusing on what is important. Thinking about what's important in your life and what's important for you is going to be different than what is important for me. But at the same time, we have things that are in our lives that we find and value and that we say, this is important in my life. Now, it could be something like watching TV. That's very valuable in my life. I'm not saying it is for me, but it might be for you or let's say going bowling or you know whatever it might be, but you need to focus or what I suggest is just focus on things that are very important to you right now. I, I personally enjoy lifting weights. I do Olympic lifting, which is snatch and clean and jerk um, squats and all that sort of stuff. I really enjoy doing that. I actually made a YouTube video, tried to make a fun, not necessarily like a fun knee, like a haha um, YouTube video, but I recorded myself doing some lifting, some home lifting recently in February. I bought some weights from Walmart. You know how frugal I am. Anyways, I bought some weightlifting weights from Walmart. They're fine. They work out real. I mean, they're just like half the price of, you know, if you go to Rogue, uh, Rogue Fitness is a big company. Anyways, if you go by there, you're going to pay twice as much as what I bought them for on Walmart. And they're great. They're weights. They work really, really well. But long story short, I'm doing lifting because I really enjoy doing that. Now, it's not my pinnacle thing. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. It's like my number one thing that I value, but it's something I really enjoy doing. So I make sure that I'm doing the things that I enjoy. And Olympic lifting is something that I did. So I made a, a YouTube video. If you go to uh, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash YouTube, you would be able to see my YouTube video where I created. I actually made it hopefully a little funny. I showed my fails and I, I even had... I didn't have enough weights. I didn't buy enough weights. So I actually put, um, I found things around the house that I could actually add to the weights to make it heavier. So if you guys want to watch that, it was just really enjoyable. Um, Hopefully you guys will enjoy that as well. So what I enjoy or what I value, number one is my health. I try to make sure that I'm healthy, even though I eat a lot of chocolate. I absolutely love chocolate. You know, so when, when I was working a job, I would walk by people's desks and you could tell who were the extroverts. I'm definitely an extrovert, but you can tell who are the extroverts. Those are the people that had the candy on their desk so that when anybody walks by, they'd stop and grab a piece of candy. They can talk to them. The ones that are introverts didn't necessarily have candy. Now, when I was walking by somebody's desk, I could 
literally pass by without even batting an eyelash, turning a head or anything like that to the sugar candies like, you know, Jolly Ranchers or literally anything that's just pure sugar. But when it came to chocolate, oh my goodness, I realized, and this is when I realized I had a problem (laughs) with chocolate, I could not pass by any chocolate without taking a piece of chocolate and eating it. Now, I now as I've grown older, I realize I need to start eating less chocolate, but with Easter or, you know, I, I call it Resurrection Day. Uh, for Jesus Christ's resurrection from the dead, um, we get a bunch of candy. I love those Easter eggs, the Easter eggs, the Cadbury Easter eggs that have like the, I don't know, the sugar inside, the chocolate around it. Those are amazing. I absolutely love those. But as I'm thinking about my health, I start lifting or making sure that I'm continuing lifting and I can't go to the gym, gym's closed. But that's just one of the things that I'm focusing. I want to know what you're focusing on or be thinking about what you should focus on and that's what's important. So my number one thing that I focus on is my God. I absolutely love the Lord. Um, he is fantastic. He has helped me, saved me from, from death and the penalty of sin. And my he's actually paid my punishment, my penalty of sinning against him. He's actually paid for it, dying on the cross. And so that's Jesus Christ. That's my number one. My number two thing, uh, number one and number two, most important things that I focus on is my wife. I absolutely love my wife. She's fantastic. Um, she is so much better than I could ever have uh, been blessed with. So I'm very, very blessed with her. She's fantastic. Um, and so I try to cherish her, try to just bless her and to be with her. I even took her um, and we got dancing lessons. I'm not a dancer. Definitely not by far at all. Like if you were like in the high school, if you were ever in high school, which most likely you were, and you went to a dance, I was like most kids on the wall, you know, like a wallflower just sitting there watching everybody else or anybody. If there was anybody dancing, that wasn't me. So I'm not a dancer, but my wife, she's ne- we've never gone dancing. We've never done anything like that, but she occasionally she'll mention something like, you know, we should do ballroom dancing or something like that. And I said to myself, well, self, this might be a good Christmas present or a birthday present or something like that. So long story short, what I decided to do was I got her some lessons where we both went and did ballroom dancing. We did, um, we, we've done other things like, um, not just ballroom dancing, but there is like the, the rumba, the, um, what's the other one? Bachata, the merengue, the waltz, the, all these different other dances. I've had no clue what they were, but I've been taking her and now we still go and we get one-on-one lessons and she just has a blast. She loves it. So I'm cherishing her. I'm blessing her and just focusing on her. She's like, what's the most important? Now with my kids, this is my third most important thing. My kids are my third most important. Number one's God. Number two is my wife. Number three are my kids. I love my kids. This is the reason why I wanted to stay home. So when I was working a job, I would literally drive home every single day and I'd probably get in trouble because I would take longer, like maybe like hour and 15 minutes instead of an hour to drive home and drive back. Um, and just to be home to have lunch with the family, just to get away. I, oh my goodness. I hated working that job. And if you were working that just overbroke job right now, you know what I'm talking about. Most people are. Um, but it's, I just hated working the job, working for somebody else, not doing the things that I wanted to do. And I got to escape for an hour every day, go home, be with my family. I love being with my family. That's why we love traveling together. We go on six week trips around the world. We went to Japan right after I quit my job for six weeks, all around Japan. Went to six, or sorry, six weeks and 11 different countries in Europe. We went through four weeks on the East Coast. So 
and that's all of us, you know, all of us all together. We're going to go to Italy. We were planning on going to Italy sometime this year, but it looks like that's not going to happen. Uh, we're going to be like a four weeks because six weeks does get a little long. So God, number one, wife, kids, and wife, number two, kids, number three, family, like f- entire family. Now here's something that's really, it's a real big bummer. It kind of puts everything in perspective. So like three or four days ago, my best friend, best friend from high school, um, all grown up, just passed away. He had, his, I believe, um, he had a seizure and he passed away. And he's in California, and his family's in California. I'm in Arizona, so I really want to drive back, but I really don't like California. It's really bad there. Um, just laws there, uh, expensive and everything. But I'm definitely going to go back for the funeral. But we can't have the funeral right now because of the lockdown. And so my my uh, family members, as well as my really really close friends. Those are who and what I cherish. You know, whenever I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be thinking back and, man, I wish I made more money. I wish I would have worked longer hours. I wish I would have bought that extra property. No, I'm going to be thinking, what did I do? Or like, hopefully I spent enough time with my kids so that they know that I absolutely love them. I served my family and my friends and my church and the people that I know very, very well. I loved and cherished my wife and I served my God. So I want you, I want to encourage you to focus on things that are important because as people are actually dying, I know there are some people who have actually died from the, the, the Rona. Some people have actually died from Rona and it's horrible. Now, my friend did not die from Rona. He had a seizure. And in the middle of this, this um, uh, lockdown, we cannot have his funeral. So for me, this is literally putting so much into perspective that I'm just like, man, life is short. I am no longer going to live in fear and stay inside my house because I might get sick. I might get somebody else sick or something bad might happen. Now, I might get a lot of people that don't like me saying that, but hey, when somebody actually dies really, really close to you and you realize like this is literally my best friend, he's only 41 years old, had a seizure, and now he's gone. And I'm realizing I am scared of going my house out of my house because I might get sick or I might get somebody else sick, that's no way to live. I'm not going to live like that anymore. That's just me. I, You guys do what you feel is best. This is me. What's most important for me, God, wife, kids, family, my church, my friends, and I'm no longer going to live in fear because living in fear is just horrible. I, I hate it. So that brings everything into perspective as my best friend has literally passed during all this. I'm like, man, this is, this is horrible. So Focus on what's important in your life. The next thing I want to encourage you guys on, hopefully if you're if you're still sticking with me as I'm not talking about rental properties right now, you know, I really appreciate you sticking with me, but I just feel like this is something that I really want to share with everybody. Um, so the next thing is serve as many people as possible. So as everything gets put into perspective for you and for me about everything that's going on in our lives right now, we want to serve as many people as possible. Now, for when, when I first got started in 2006, 2007, 2008, investing in real estate, I would buy one piece of property and I could serve one family or you know one tenant or one group of you know family unit or whatever that actually moved in there. I got to serve them by having a great property, a good property they're going to be living in. They're going to be getting uh, paying decent. Um, you know they're not going to be overpaying. I'm going to provide affordable, good quality housing for them. And they're going to have a place to live. So every property that I bought, I was able to serve another person. Now, in return, obviously, we make money. 
There's no reason to not make money, especially when you can and you need to in order to provide for your family. So as I started thinking about serving more people, I started buying more properties. And the more properties that I bought, the greatest thing about this was the more people that I was able to serve by buying more properties, the more money I made. The more money I made, the more I could bless other people, the more I can give to my church, the more I can just um, help any other you know, friends or family members out with money, the more I, I could literally just live in my house, have a mortgage paid off, but I'm serving them as well. So I want you to focus on serving as many people as possible. Now, when it comes to rental properties, I personally love single family homes. Well, no, I take that back. I love renting properties, having an asset that makes me money. So it could be a single family home. But it also could be a duplex, which I've owned duplexes before, triplexes and fourplexes. Now, at the same time, you can serve even more people if you got into apartment complexes. Now, we all, I, my opinion, we shouldn't start at apartment complexes. There's so much to learn. Single family homes, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes are the best way to start. But as you get bigger and bigger, it's like Monopoly. Just like Monopoly, you buy a piece of land. You put a property on there. You start renting it out. You put another one on there, rent that one out, put another one out. Eventually, you grow up into, you. now you have hotels, or we would call probably apartment complexes. Or even if you want to do hotels, you can do those as well. But apartment complexes are serving more people. You serve more people. The more people that you can serve, the better your life is. And on top of that, the better you feel as a person. Like, I'm helping other people. The more people that I help, the better I feel. Now that also goes into going from single family home, duplex, triplex into a multifamily. Think about then what else can you do? As I was quitting my job, I realized I had so many people really wanting to learn how I quit my job. Not just how, like, you know, what did you do? But then once I told them I invest in real estate rental properties, the next question, logical question is, man, can you show me? Like I would say 90% of the people said, you know, how did you do it? And then can you show me? And so in learning that there were lots of people that, you know, I had something that people wanted to know, I started teaching people one-on-one, coaching people one-on-one. And even the first people that I first started coaching, my friends, they've since quit their jobs because they have so many properties now. They literally don't need to, to work anymore. So they've quit their jobs. And I realized, you know what? I could serve more people. I can help more people change their lives by starting Master Passive Income. So I started Master Passive Income, basically wrote my first book, How to Quit Your Job with Rental Properties, wrote that book and said, you know, and started literally just giving out to people because I was just trying to help as many people as possible. Friends and family said, read this book. When you have more questions, because it'll lead to more questions. These will answer like 80% of your questions, but then more questions will come up because It'll be applicable to you where you are, like how much money you have to invest, where you want to invest, and how to actually maybe use your 401k and do a self-directed IRA or um, solo 401k or something like that. You'll have very applicable questions to you, and then I can coach you. And so with Master Passive Income, as I was teaching more and more people, uh, or no, pausing that or uh, holding that thought for just one second. Before I started Master Passive Income, I was teaching people one-on-one, and that took so much time. And it was great. People had great, great questions, but they're all the same beginner beginner questions. And they're great, great questions. Everybody has these great questions, but they're beginner beginner questions, and that's why 
with Master Passive Income Podcast, I'm able to answer so many of these beginner questions and help people see the light that there is a possible way to quit your job by investing in real estate rental properties so you never have to work and live just over broke again. And so as I was teaching people one-on-one, I realized, man, there there has to be a better way. And then I found online. So writing that book, um, started Master Passive Income, and then little by little started putting out articles and then eventually started a podcast and then realized that people kept asking me, hey, do you coach? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been coaching my friends and family for a long time, but people kept asking me, do you coach? And you know, and so I started realizing, well, why not? Why shouldn't I coach? Well, okay, I'll start coaching. So I started getting on student after student. And then so after a while, I realized, oh my goodness, this is great. I get to serve and help so many people change their lives. And I'll tell you, when I have a student buy their first property, I am just so excited for them as if I bought my own property or if I help a student save $10,000 on the purchase price of a home. I'm like, every penny we like you paid me, praise the Lord, we we're able to save you that. So just by hiring me or just by working with me and the Master Passive Income Coaches, you are able to save that much money. Every bit of that you paid into this, it comes back to you. So what I love about Master Passive Income is I get to serve as many people as possible. And so this podcast, it's literally free. And this is the reason why I do it the way I want to do it, because number one, I don't need the money. Number two, I'm not getting sponsors on it. You know, that's what podcasts do. Like you listen to some big name uh, podcasts, they have, oh, this sponsor and this 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 uh, episode is brought to you by this, or they do that, which is great. That's a great business model, but it's not for me. This is just for me to help people, serve as many people as possible. So I literally do it the way I want. And if somebody doesn't like it, they're going to turn it off, which is great because I'm not going to waste their time. They're not going to waste my time. We're going to be, hey, let's just cut ties. We're good. Let's move on. But if somebody wants to hang around, then they realize that, hey, there's some value here. So this is the reason why I do the Master Passive Income Podcast the way that I do it is just because... I don't care. I just do it because it's fun, because I love helping people, and I love just sharing the way that I share. Now, it might not be the way that everybody loves. Like, they might say, hey, this guy's personality is horrible. I need somebody who's, who's like, uh, larger than life, driving Lamborghinis, you know, flying in private jets and all that sort of That's the type of person I need. Well, if that's the type of person you need, then that's not me. <laughs> I'm literally, I, I drive an SUV. I bought a, a decent, as a 2017 SUV. I bought it about a year or two old. I bought a SUV. We drive that. I only have one car. I live in a 1,250 square foot house and I will never work a job again. Now, eventually we will buy a house once the the properties, uh, the market corrects. I'm not sure when that's going to be, but if and when it ever does, I'm going to buy another house, but I'm perfectly happy living one of my old rentals. It's 1,250 square feet. I'm perfectly happy. I will live in this house the rest of my life if I never, or in order to never have another job again, I will absolutely live in this house the rest of my life to not work for somebody else. It's absolutely amazing to do that. So that's why I have my podcast the way I do. And the way that I am is, you know, just, oh, well, you know, hey, if somebody's going to turn off, it's going to turn off. I'm not, I'm not in the business of podcasting. I'm in the business of helping people. So if somebody says, hey, I want, I want to, I want you to be my coach, or I want, you know, the master passive income 
I guess, business model, that idea, I, I want to be coached by Master Passive Income. I have now one of my students, actually, what's interesting, I brought on one of my students. He's actually, I met him about 10 years ago. He was an investor. He invested in a couple of properties in, in no, Texas. He started investing in Texas. We started talking. I was telling him my business model. And um, as, you know, over time, I started coaching him. Started coaching him. He started buying properties in my or master passive income business model. And then eventually he was able to quit his job. Now he has plenty of properties, doesn't need to work. He's so happy. He's also frugal too, which is really, really cool because uh, that's why he and I get along. But he was one of, he became a good friend. He became a really good friend. You know, we've, we've actually, we hung out quite a bit. We talked to each other on the phone, but I brought him on as a coach in the last, I don't know, a month or two months. He's my head coach now, so I'm still coaching very, very little though because I don't have as much time. We started the real estate and real estate wealth builders community, and so that membership, I'm doing group coaching, building more courses, I'm doing all that sort of stuff as well. Now, pausing that, if you're still with me, you're fantastic. I'm just kind of rambling. This is just a ramble session of us trying to get through this COVID stuff, but. I want to get you started investing in real estate rental properties. Text the word rental to 33777. It will get you started down the path of finding properties, analyzing properties, getting funding and financing, using other people's money, getting tenants in there, building your business. It's going to help you do that. So text the word rental to 33777. Now let's keep going. So with Master Passive Income, I brought on one of my former students. Actually, you know, we still work together. But anyways, he is now coaching. Um, I still do reviews of everything that he does and he coaches because, you know, I, everybody that I can help, the more I want to help. I just, it's just fantastic. So serve as many people as possible. Was successfully unemployed. The new podcast I just opened up. I love that podcast. Like if I were to stop Master Passive Income, I probably wouldn't just because, you know, you're here with me. I really, really love talking to you guys. You guys are my people. It's just, it's fantastic. Now, successful unemployed is not the type of, it's not like master passive income where it's me talking and me teaching and stuff like that. It's where I interview amazing people who have already become successfully unemployed. And I realized I can serve so many more people if I interview others, not necessarily real estate investors or rental property investors for that matter, but anybody that who's done anything in their life to quit their job. That's just, for me, I just, I love that we don't need to be working for somebody else anymore. We even don't even need to go to college anymore. In my opinion, college is so expensive and overrated. You absolutely don't need that. If the whole goal for you is to make enough money to provide for your family, not have to work a job, there are so many other ways to go to college. Instead of wasting $60,000, $70,000 on college, do so many other ways. And that's why I have the Successfully Unemployed podcast. I've literally interviewed 100 different investors or uh, business owners or entrepreneurs or side hustle experts. These people have figured out ways that I, I'm just blown away at, at lots and lots of these ways that they've become successfully unemployed that I want to share it with everybody. I want to share it with the entire world. I'm not even getting anything out of it. I'm just interviewing, well, I am getting something out of it. I am literally interviewing these people and learning so much. My businesses have started changing because of the things that I've learned. And just like the membership, I just started the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. It's a low monthly fee instead of the, you know, a couple thousand dollars to get into the course and the coaching. It's a low monthly fee because I was, I was interviewing somebody and they said, you know what? You can serve more people. 
bring the price point down, give a lot more, do group coaching, have a community. You can serve so many more people if you bring the price point lower and you make it a membership so they can jump in and jump out or you can do that and serve more people. I said, you know what? That's fantastic. As I serve more people, I realize I make other people's lives better. And that's just, that's the whole goal. So number one is focus on what's important in your life. Number two, serve as many people as possible. If it goes from single family homes to duplexes, to triplexes, to fourplexes, multifamily, or buying multiple single family homes, keep scaling up. The more people that you serve, the more money you can make, the better you're going to be in general, because you're realizing, man, I'm helping so many people. I'll give you an example. One of my properties in Texas, I'm literally charging $1,625, but I could probably get $1,850, almost $1,900 a month for that property. But here I am helping out a family. I'm saying, you guys have been with me for three years now. I, I'm not going to raise it. I'll raise it up just a little bit because we have to kind of, right? it's it's like literally way below the, the, the rental value. Um, I don't need the money. And so I can keep it lower. So I, the more people I serve, the more people I can bless. So that's another one. So the next one I want to talk to you about is preparing for the future or more for your future, preparing for your future on top of the thing. You never know what's going to happen in America or the country that you live in. You never know what's going to happen. The best thing you could do is prepare and protect yourself. And so what I want to tell you is that you are worth so much more than anybody could ever, ever pay you. Now, I lost my job. I was actually laid off. I have a whole story. I One of the episodes, I actually gave the entire story, which this, this episode is probably um, getting a little long, so I'm going to wrap it up here in, a, in a, uh, a little bit. I actually got quite a bit more to say. But uh, so I actually got laid off. I got laid off after my fourth child was born. And as I'm getting laid off, I realize, oh, my goodness, I built a career that is no more. I spent my entire life building this career and now it's gone. And I'm a failure as a husband. I'm a failure as a dad, as a man. And so what I decided to do was make sure that never happened to me again. Plus take care of my family. So I got another job really quickly and I became an investor that day. So now I'm an investor with a side job at the time. I'm an investor with a side job. Even though majority of my money came through my job, my side job, it's my side job. I'm an investor. And so for you, no matter where you are, your value is so much more than anybody can ever pay you. By far, if you settle for a paycheck, then you are telling the world that my value is whatever this person can pay me. Not saying that's bad, not saying that's horrible at all, but just realize that your value is so much more because your boss is only paying you enough to keep you working and not too much that takes money out of their pocket or makes them lose money. So there's so much more money left on the table. If you were the owner, if you were the boss, if you were the investor in that property, you would be making 100% of the money as opposed to a fraction or a portion of it. So all of the money goes to you as opposed to somebody else. So you are worth so much more than anybody could ever pay you. So I really want you to take that and realize in preparing for your future, you want to approach every new decision that you're going to make. Is this valuable to my worth? Is this, Does this actually have value in it? 
So when I'm going to actually really, really strongly encourage you, and obviously if you're listening to the Master Passive Income Podcast where we talk about real estate, you are on the track to investing in real estate. But I don't want you to always be thinking, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and never taking action. Now, if there's anything that death or mortality, you know, when life actually ends, for somebody else, for us watching, we get a perspective like, man, life is short. We're not going to live forever. We need to prepare for the future. So there's no time like the present to get started doing anything that you should already be doing. And I'll give you an example. Like for me, with investing in real estate, I said, there's no way I'm going to wait another day. I'm going to start building my business right now. I'm going to go and look for properties. I'm going to uh, look at property managers or interview property managers. I'm going to literally do everything that I need to do to build the business, buy the right property, not the wrong property, make $250 or more every single month in passive income. I am absolutely going to do that. And so I made that conscious decision instead of always reading books or always listening to podcasts or always just dreaming about actually doing it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it now. It is now time for me to make a move. I cannot put this off any longer. And honestly, it's nothing. there's nothing like the death of somebody that you love to really put that into perspective. So I want to encourage you that right now is the best time. No, I apologize. I just misspoke. 20 years ago was the best time to buy your first rental property. Now, when is the second best time? It's literally right now. It's literally right now. And I know people might say, well, what about the market right now? You know, the market's been high. It's been going up for a very, very long time. Like, yes, I completely understand that. And that's the reason why I'm still living in a 1,250 square foot house. I've been waiting to buy a bigger house, but right now a house to live in is really, really expensive. In fact, the house I'm living in, it's almost worth like $280,000, $290,000. And in my personal opinion, it's not worth that. Like that's how much I could sell it for. It's not worth that. It's maybe worth 150000 at best. So it is really inflated. So buying a personal home to live in, not the right time. But to buy a single family home that you could rent out, pay anywhere from $30,000 to $80,000 in that price range, you can make at least $250 or more every single month in passive income. Now, what is amazing is if somebody buys a $300,000 house, makes $250 a month in passive income from that one property, if the market drops, which it might, and it probably will sometime in the future, I don't know when, I don't have a crystal ball, but if and when it does, let's say it gets cut in half. Literally, the total value is cut in half from $300,000 to $150,000. That means they have literally lost $150,000 on paper. Now, obviously, they don't sell it. They're not going to actually lose $150,000. But $150,000 is lost to them if they did have to sell it right then and there. But if instead of buying buying that $300,000 house, you're now buying a $60,000 house that makes you $250 or $300 a month in passive income. If that gets cut in half, you're only down $30,000. You're only down $30,000. Now, that $30,000 is a bummer, but you're making passive income. Again, with that $300,000 house, another bad thing if you buy a $300,000 house, and this is the reason why I'm saying this, 
there are properties out there. We just need to know where to find them. And I'm showing all my students, my coaching students, and my coach, he is also showing all the coaching students where to find these properties that if you buy them for $60,000, you can make $250 a month in passive income from those properties. And so if you're going to buy a $300,000 house, your mortgage payment is going to be astronomical. It's going to be close to $2,000 a month, if not a little bit more. Now, if you're only making $250 a month, after an entire year, you're only making $3,000. $3,000, that's good. But if you have a $2,000 mortgage, plus taxes, plus insurance, if you have to pay that much money, almost your entire year of profits is eaten up in that one mortgage if it goes vacant or a COVID-18 or a COVID-20, COVID-21 or COVID-84 or whatever grows around and people can't pay their rent, then you still got to pay your mortgage. Well, sad to say, there goes all your profit. That's why we buy properties with such a little either payment out of our pocket for a mortgage or we buy them cash. I show so many students how to actually buy cash. And that's the great thing about coaching. I love coaching because there's so many options to do this business. But most people, actually just about every single person that I coach and everybody that, that calls me up or talks to me or emails me asking questions, there's so many ways to do this. It's not just get a mortgage broker and a realtor and you put them together and you get a house. No, there's so many different ways to get financing, to get, you know, finding the properties, to managing the properties, all that sort of stuff. And that's something that we love to do as coaches is actually help people to do that. Now, on top of you are being so much, you are worth so much more, you are now the owner. I want you to prepare for your future. I want you, and this is the number one thing that I also I always ask every potential coaching student. I always ask them, do you have an emergency fund? You know, I don't, I don't want to just take a student on to take them for their money and then hope they never call or hope they never do anything and I just made their money. No, I literally turned down so many students because they're not ready to invest. It's, it's sad. I would love to take on every single student, but my number one, in fact, anybody who's ever called me, you're going to realize that I literally ask you the first question is, do you have an emergency fund? Now, some people would say, well, I have you know $20,000 saved up for investing. That's part of my emergency fund together. Okay, that's great. But we need to set aside a certain amount of money that is going to be our emergency fund. So we're not going to get, you know, have to lose our house. Maybe we'll have three to six months of our expenses saved up, even just getting to $1,000. Having $1,000 in emergency fund is so much better than having zero for emergency fund. So like I said, I turned down more students than I, I would actually would like, but I turned down so many students more than I actually accept because they're not ready. And that's why I created the course, Your First Investment. Your first investment is in you, not your property. Your first investment is in you, number one, getting financially educated, and then also getting it so that you have $10,000 in your pocket so that you can then invest on top of your emergency fund. Once you have that, so if a student comes to me or a potential student comes to me and says, hey, Dustin, I have, let's say $3,000 in emergency fund and I have $12,000 to invest. That is awesome. I say, oh, there's other things. There are other questions we ask, like you know, what's your goals and all that sort of stuff and what's your risk tolerance. So many things we actually go through when we are doing a coaching like um, uh, application call, see if they're ready for, for coaching. Um, there are many, many questions we ask, but one of them, I just make sure the minimum is $10,000. If you don't have $10,000, you're not in the right place to get coaching. Now, 
education's different. I have the ultimate real estate investing system. I also have the real estate wealth builders. I have the advanced investor. I have these are all courses um, and memberships. Anyways, I have all this stuff that's ready for you. And if you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash coaching, it'll take you over to rentalpassiveincome.com. Or just go out, go to Matt. I'm gonna be very confusing. I really apologize. Go to Master Passive Income. At the top, I believe there is a link that absolutely says, you know, let me just look it up right now. I'm literally talking to you as a okay. It says real RE coaching. So real estate coaching. It'll take you to my site where we talk all about the coaching, um, the courses that we have, the group membership. Now, the group membership, I I'm just I'm in love with it just because I can help so many people. So Everything we talk about, I've been talking about saving $10,000 to invest, having an emergency fund, making sure that you're ready to invest with group coaching, get you all the education. I have that wrapped up inside the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. Now, right now, if somebody comes to me and says, I don't have an emergency fund and I have like $3,000 to invest, I'm saying, right now, for me and our business model, it's not enough. I need to turn you down. Even if you want to give me, you know, five, $6,000 to coach, I'm not going to take it because it's not the right time. But it is always the right time to learn. It's never the wrong time to get actual education. Now, I'll give you an example. You get out of high school. Let's say you go to you know elementary school, junior high. You go to high school, you're learning. But then what do you do? You go right to college. We're taught to go right to college. Well, in my opinion, you could probably go right to work and start making money. You could buy a property when you go to college and make even more money. Or you know, when you're in college, you don't make money. You spend a lot of money. But if you think about how much money you spent on college or will potentially spend on college if you haven't gone yet, $40,000, $50,000, $60,000, average is $40,000. $40,000 a year that you're going to be paying for college. Now, I don't know if that's the average. There was something, I was reading an article. It was, it was astronomical. It was, it was crazy. Like, just imagine if you had a debt of $40,000, $50,000, $60,000, $70,000 for a piece of paper that you cannot get a job with. You have to actually then apply and then prove and all that sort of stuff that you're going to do the job. Imagine you, instead of doing that, you got a property for $70,000, for $50,000. Like I said, some students are even buying. I Actually, as I am recording this, I just saw one of my students email me. He said, hey, Dustin, I am, I'm literally looking. I didn't even click on the email. It's the subject. It literally says, and Charles is probably listening. Hey, Charles, I just got your email. But um, he says, I'm thinking about offering $30,000 for this one property. It would cash flow $250 to $270 a month in passive income. I'm just reading the subject line. And I'm like, my goodness, why go to college to get a piece of paper when you could spend less than you would go to college and make $250 a month. So right now, like I said, it might not be the right time for coaching, one-on-one coaching, but it's always the right time to get educated and always the right time for group coaching. And that's why I have the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. I'm so excited about that. And so if you go to masterpassiveincome.com and if you go at the top, you see RE Coaching, you can see how to get in there, um, how, to, how to get all the membership and other courses and all that sort of stuff. So I wanna serve you as much as possible. And one way is this episode, like I'm talking to you about, get, when you're preparing for the future, get an emergency fund. You are worth so much more than your boss can pay you. Then get an emergency fund. The next up is buy income producing assets. Now, as soon as things started closing down, like the government said, okay, everybody stop working. Don't make money. Don't provide for your family. Don't have money to buy food or pay your mortgage or anything like that. As soon as the government said that, 
people stop working. That means money stops coming in. If I was like I was before I had rental properties, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was just overbroke and I'm st- I was still frugal. I didn't spend a lot of money. I just didn't have a lot of money because I wasn't making a lot of money. And what I realized was I need to get out of this. I need to get out of this rat race is what they call. You're on a hamster wheel. You just keep running and keep running. You never get anywhere. But buying that first property. In buying that first property, I was able to break out of that rat race and then now put one tiny step ahead. Then I bought my second property. That's another step ahead. Then I get to 30 plus properties and oh my goodness, I've got a lot of money coming in. And so what I want you to do when you're preparing for your future is buy income producing assets. And I know because you're listening to this, you already know this, but buy income producing assets and build businesses that are passive income. When everything came down and you know came down with COVID-19, everything was locked down. I had almost like the best month ever in all my properties. I made a lot of money. I was just like, what is the deal? Like I did, I literally didn't leave my house. I was like for like two weeks, we were locked in and I get my, my uh, checks in from my property managers. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like this is almost like a record month. What is the deal? And I didn't leave my house. I didn't have to, you know, you know me, I'm not a rule follower. I think this, this, uh, personally, and if you're still here with me, listening to this, I, I just got to th- say thank you very much to, to listen to this. Um, but you know that if you're here now, you've listened to other episodes. I'm not a big rule follower. Now, I don't break laws, but my constitutional right is I have the right to assemble anywhere for whatever reason. That's that's literally a constitutional right. I have the right to my religion. I have a right to um, peacefully, you know, uh, free speech. I have, I have rights. Just because the government says you can't leave your house because people might get sick, that's no reason to get rid of your rights. And so... Some people might be turning off the episode right now because they're mad because I am just, my perspective has shifted now where I am no longer living in fear of potentially getting sick or getting somebody else sick. Shoot, if I drive in the car, I am more liable to die from that than the COVID-19. So why would I still stay here? Anyways, you know, I'm not a big rule follower, but I still try to follow the rules. Now, if it's breaking the laws, I'm not going to do that, but following rules, like if it's a guideline, guidelines are six feet away and social distancing. I'm like, no, this is silly. You know, somebody, somebody might get sick, but as right now, it's literally, it's just, it's just almost proven. They're going to open the government back up there. They're saying, or the, the economy back up. Uh, Trump literally just came out and said, we're, we're got a task force. We're going to start opening things back up. And you know, it went from 200,000 people that are possibly going to die. Now it's like 20,000. Like that's 10% of what you uh, fear mongered us into thinking that we would actually, everybody would be dying. Oh, it. so what I'm basically saying is that I didn't leave my house and I made a lot of money with my rental properties and I provided somebody or many people with a great property that they can live in and pay a rent to on top of that they're not overpaying. They're not paying up the wazoo because I don't charge them a whole, like I don't charge top dollar on my properties. I realize, and here's a pro tip for you. If you're still here again, if you're still, I want to give you a pro tip. What I love to do is get my prices of my rents just below the average. So let's say the average is $1,000 and I could possibly rent it for $1,100. 
well, I'm literally renting it for like 985 or 975, just below the average. And the reason why is because I get, and this is after years and years of doing this, turnover sucks. <laughs> turnover, turnover is basically somebody leaves and you have to paint the house and change the carpets and all that sort of stuff to get somebody else in there. I hate turnover. Turnover costs so much money. So let's say a turnover of a property is going to be from loss of rents to painting and cleaning the carpets. In fact, literally right now I'm spending like $5,000 for one property to get it painted and cleaned up and all that sort of stuff. $5,000 for one property. Well, what you're going to think of, if I make an extra $100, like if I go from $975 to $1075 or almost $1,100 the top of the, the rent range, well, they may move out. But that extra $100 that I make, what is that? $1,200 extra a year in rent? That's a lot. Don't get me wrong. $1,200 is a lot of extra money, which is fantastic. But if you're charging the top top of the market, what if they move out after a year because they got a better deal? You've only made $1,200, but then you possibly have to recarpet. Now, I hope you can clean them. But what if you need to change out the carpet? What if you need to paint the entire house? What if they damage something? What if, what if all these other things? So what I like to say is I keep them in there longer. The longer they stay in there, the more money I make. And we it's, it's a symbiotic relationship because I'm giving them a good property. Now, all this is all about to try to encourage you. Hopefully I've encouraged you. Encouraged you to get your first rental property and serve as many as people as possible. And in this time, Focus on what is important in your life. In fact, maybe the rest, not maybe, the rest of your life. Focus on what's important. Don't focus on things. Now, here's one thing that just got me thinking. And again, this is all my rambling. Um, I used to always say, and I know I've heard many, many people say, and I started replicating it. People would say, hey, Dustin, how you doing? I would say, oh, man, I'm just busy. You know, just busy. I got work. I got real estate. I got T-ball. I got this, that. I'm just busy. I hated saying that. I realized that, why am I busy? It's because, is it because I have to or because I've just kind of gotten myself to be that? Like I trained myself to actually do that. Well, if I trained myself, then maybe I could untrain myself. So I went throughout my entire schedule, my entire calendar, started ripping things out and realizing these are good things. Don't get me wrong. They're good things, but they're not the best things. And so as I've gotten bigger in my businesses or stronger in my businesses is more, I would say like my businesses are doing really well, master passive income, successfully employed, all my rental properties are doing really well. Now I have to turn down possible opportunities or turn down business ventures or opportunities. I literally turn people down for even just a podcast interview, like turn them down just because I don't have the time because I don't want to be too busy where I can't focus on what's important. So you guys... Thank you so much for being here with me and all my ramblings about this. Hopefully, you are doing well. I'm literally, my wife and I and my kids, we read the Bible every single night. We sing songs. We pray together. We just want everybody to be well. So we pray for for you guys, for everybody listening. We also pray for our nation and the world as well. Um, we pray that, obviously, COVID-19 goes away. Um, we also pray for God's will. So God's will and everything. So we, we're praying for you. I hope you are well. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Master Passive Income Show. You are fantastic. You're the reason why I do this. Now, if I had literally had zero people listening to it, I probably wouldn't continue doing it because it's like, man, I'm not serving anybody. But because I get so many more people 
that listen to this as opposed to reading an article. Like I'll put out an episode on a podcast and I'll get, I don't know, thousands of people downloading it. But if I put out the same thing on an article on my website, I'll maybe get a couple hundred. So that's why I love podcasts is because I get to serve so many more people. So it's because of you that I continually do this. And I don't, I, I don't foresee any time stopping this. I love teaching. I love showing people how to make money in real estate. Go out and get my, not go out, literally text the word rental to 33777 and I will absolutely get you my free real estate investing course to get you started. And if you are at all thinking about another way to make money, check out my podcast, Successfully Unemployed. Just type in Successfully Unemployed. My uh, you know, ugly mug will pop up and you'll see me. Check out my YouTube video where I'm uh, doing some weightlifting and uh, you know dropping some weights and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot of fun, but you guys are terrific. Thank you so much. I'll put everything in the description. You guys take care of yourselves. I'll be praying for you. I'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.